0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, wheat genetic mapping reaches a new high point and a look at wheat markets this fall and winter. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at McDougallAuction.com. Harvest is moving into full gear across the prairies. FarmLink Marketing Solutions market analyst Neil Townsend says early yields are below expectations on the Canadian prairies.
1: Harvest is underway, uh, really going uh, strong in uh, Manitoba and then, you know, in southern Alberta and southern Saskatchewan as well. Uh, You know, normally harvest can have some uh, pressure on the markets, put the markets lower because, you know, people are, oh, here comes all the new grain. And definitely, I mean, you know, we are expecting a lot of grain Except I think this year the harvest results have been, uh, I wouldn't call them like, you know, aggressively disappointing, but they are, we're not seeing, uh, you know, surprisingly high yields. Let's put it that way. People are seeing uh, yields below last year in many cases. And basically like looking at the supply and demand balances for Canada, I mean, we haven't seen enough harvest results to kind of ease people's fears that there might not be some tightness in things like barley, canola, the wheat. Just because of the demand pull offshore for that, so I think that you know the market is very cautious in uh, Western Canada about selling off because of the harvest.
0: So let's get into the market outlook. Just what is the market outlook? Let's start with wheat. What is it?
1: Yeah, wheat. I mean, we took a little bit of a a backward step with the the WASDI that came out uh, last week, and I mean, basically um, the WASD in my mind, painted a very U.S.-centric picture. It just kind of said, oh, you know, the U.S. has a lot of wheat. But, I mean, it didn't make a lot of the changes that they needed to make in the offshore wheat markets, like a smaller European Union crop. They took it down, but not enough. Uh, Australia, they didn't touch, but Australia is under a lot of pressure because of uh, hot and dry conditions. Even the Black Sea, they actually took Russia up. But, you know, I can't find a single person who agrees with the fact that the Russian crop got bigger somehow between July and August. The net result is just that you know wheat kind of had to circle the wagons a bit and reassess where it was. And I mean, after a little bit of a period of time of saying, oh, maybe we need to sell off a bit, wheat's kind of stabilized and it's going up. And I think basically you know, the long and the short of it, Jim, is just that you know, the world needs wheat and the world has to get wheat. And the two countries that are going to have a surplus amount of wheat uh, beyond where they maybe had in the, in the past few years and a bigger pull from them are going to be the United States and Canada. The problem being the United States, it's very, very sticky to get the wheat out of the U.S. because the U.S. miller or the U.S. elevator system, they can make money simply by holding the wheat in storage. And, and you know, they're doing that and they're not really making it as accessible to the world market as it maybe should be. So the price outlook? Yeah, I think wheat is going to, there's not very much downside to wheat and the level to where it goes higher really depends on probably Canadian crop results. Like if we have uh, end up with kind of like a better yield result overall when all said and done than we're expecting right now, then that could take a few pennies off it. But if we end up with a yield result where it's a couple bushels below what we're expecting and it just that trend continues because of the hot, dry weather that we've seen over the last couple of weeks, then I, I think like wheat prices uh, have upside for the marketing year. How much? Well, I mean, I'd say that it's easily quarter to 75 cents. And if it goes up twenty five cents, it's because maybe the US starts exporting more wheat or and if it goes up seventy five cents, it's because the Australian situation is bad as it gets and the world just keeps coming to Canada because they can't buy the supplies they need out of, you know, Russia, Ukraine. The European Union's not going to be exporting very much at all this year. And just I think like you know, if the U.S. remains sticky, Canada will be the market. And logistics are going to matter immensely for Canada because, you know, if we have a really tough winter and the railroads fail to perform, I mean, that could cut into kind of the price increase that we might see.
0: Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst at FarmLink Marketing Solutions. A team of scientists from 20 countries has published the highest quality genome sequence for wheat. That's important because it will help plant breeders produce higher-yielding, disease-resistant, and drought-tolerant wheat in the future. Curtis Posniak is a wheat breeder at the University of Saskatchewan's Crop Development Centre and was part of the international team. He says the wheat genome sequencing took 13 years to complete.
2: Wheat has a very complicated genome. So the first is its size. It's a 16 billion base pair genome. So to put that in context, that's about five times the size of the human genome. And the other thing about wheat is it has a repeated genome in the sense that at least 80% of the genome is, is sequence that can't be easily differentiated from each other. So when you're building this puzzle back together, uh, if you have puzzle pieces that look identical, it can often be difficult to place.
0: Bosniak compares it to making a very large puzzle of a blue sky with only a few clouds. The genome sequence was done for the bread wheat variety Chinese Spring. It's not a variety grown in Canada, but an international team is now working on the 10-wheat genomes project.
2: We pulled together an international team of scientists, and we're using the same technology that was used for Chinese Spring to sequence well over 10 bread wheat varieties that are of economic significance here in Canada, as well as internationally. So the idea is to now focus and use this technology on the varieties that are actually growing.
0: Bosniak says the project will not take another 13 years. No,
2: no, this will be a lot quicker. In fact, we have uh, uh, five of the sequences already complete, and we're generating probably one genome sequence every five to six months. So you know, what took 13 years to finish one, uh, we've learned a lot. Uh, we now have the uh, computational tools and skills that we can reduce that to as little
0: as five months. Bosniak says wheat research and breeding will be elevated to a level equal to or even better than other major crops like canola. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. A new award will recognize the ongoing contributions women are making to Saskatchewan's agricultural industry. The Extra Mile Award is sponsored by Women in Ag and Agribiz Communications in Saskatoon. The owner of Agribiz Communications, Adele Bittner, explains the introduction of the award.
3: It's in celebration to Agribiz's 25th year in business here in um, Saskatoon. We serve the agriculture and food community, and we have since uh, 1993. And we work with a variety of commodity groups, both livestock and crop. But also we work a great deal in the food industry because, of course, it's all part of a big connection. So in honor of our 25th, we were working with the Women in Ag, and we identified the opportunity to introduce an Extra Mile Award. We've committed to this award for the next three years, and each of the three years, we've identified a different theme that will be attached to the award.
0: Bittner outlines the themes.
3: For this year, the uh, theme is Mentorship and Leadership. For 2019, it will be Events and Initiatives. And for 2020, it's advocacy and engagement.
0: Bittner explains the nomination process.
3: The nominations can be brought by anybody who has identified for this year someone who has really taken a leadership role in the area of mentorship. So that could be someone who has helped one individual or a community who has mentored them or led a process whereby They've raised the awareness of agriculture and food in that community, whether that community be small or large.
0: Bittner says there are many qualified people.
3: That's right. And, you know, it's what's unique about this award is, you know, when people are in that mentorship and leadership role, they are not doing it for recognition for themselves. They're doing it to help others. So we want to honour those who are involved in mentorship and leadership by providing a $1,000 award to a nonprofit or charity of their choice. So they are being recognized. We are honoring and celebrating their uh, leadership the award is going to go to another community effort that will help them. And that traditionally is the spirit of someone who is a mentor. They're not looking for the tangible award. They're doing it because they really want to better the industry we're in. So we're feeling this will help top that off.
0: Bittner says the Extra Mile Award is well-named.
3: We feel that really fits for the next three years that we've identified the theme, and it is. It's those that are are passionate, and we love our industry, and we are just going that extra mile.
0: Bittner says nominations are open till the end of next month. We
3: have nominations available till September 30th, and they can go to our agribiz website, which is just agribiz.ca. They'll see on the header there is a... uh, they can click right on Extra Mile Award and they can apply online. Plus, they can also apply through Women in Ag because, of course, we've partnered with the Women in Ag organization to present the award at their upcoming event.
0: Adele Bittner is the owner of Agribiz Communications. The Extra Mile Award will be presented at the Women in Ag conference on November 1st and 2nd in Saskatoon. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call one 800 284 99.99 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollow's Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola gained 70 cents at $467.42. Oats went down 119 at $162.60. Number one, Red Spring Wheat rose $3.93 at 256.24. dollars The rest were unchanged. Durham 257.21. dollars Feed barley $192.63. Flax $479. Yellow peas two twenty-one fifty-four. Feed wheat 175.44 on the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning. September wheat is up six and a half cents, at 6.02 and three cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Wayburn livestock auctions. Call us in 642-4180 or Wayburn 842-4574.
4: This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Highstock here in Moose Jaw. Just under 1,100 cattle and off here at our Tuesday sale. About 800 yearlings in the mix. These yearlings are making some money right now. We sold 144 red and black steers. They came from the Allens out of Davidson-Girvin country. They average around 946. They bring from 190.75 190, to 192. They're right kind of steers. 799 weight steers from the Dogies out of Bengal bring 206 and a quarter. 704 weight fall calves. They came from Ralph's. Caller up there at crake at 217 the heifer calves to match them 572 at 208 and a quarter 616 weight steers that came from just south of town and they were far far from fancy they bring 223 into the heifers 592 weight heifers 207.75 and they were kind on the medium side too 69 these were good black heifers they came from more hearts at spring valley nine and a quarter at 178 32 black heifers. they came from arts, also, 1,003 at 174. Cow market looks like it's kind of steady to last week. Lots of these cows showing up across western Canada. Good cows from 81 to 88. The odd sale into the low 90s, but they got to be pretty top end to do that. Medium cows from 90, 68 to 80. Good bulls were lower, over 60 on offer, $1.05 to $1.16, sales to one twenty-two. we got another off-truck yearling sale here on Tuesday, August 28th. If you are running a little short of grass, let's take our money and run for more market information. Call Heartland Livestock Moose Jaw at 692-2385. This is Graham Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon.
5: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,800 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 101 to 136 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling a range of 100 to 134 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, August 17th are Maple Leaf Sig 5 121.27, Ham's Cash 119.77, Thunder Creek Brickle 135.74, and Highlife 134.60 dollars per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is lower and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 8 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.3152. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.46 cents U.S. Cash markets continue to struggle to maintain their value, with most regions reporting another 50-cent to 100-weight decline in yesterday's trade. The market-ready hog supply is expected to grow by about 10% over the next month, which will likely keep pressure on cash prices as packers will have an easier time meeting their production targets. Lean hog futures are seeing little influence from the cash market and most contracts closed limit up in yesterday's trade, rallying to the highest level since early July. The 20% recovery that forward contract prices have experienced over the last nine trading days represents a very good hedging opportunity considering that all remaining 2018 forward contract prices are offered at a premium to current cash market values.
0: Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans and brought to you by shepherd realty in regina specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan call harry shepherd at 352-1866 the 620 c k r m farm weather forecast for today partly cloudy risk of a thunderstorm late this afternoon hazy wind south 20 the high 31 the low 15 Tomorrow, sunny, increasing cloudiness early in the afternoon. Widespread smoke, wind north 20, the high 26, the low 8. Sunday, sunny, the high 21, the low 8. Monday, partly cloudy, the high 20, the low 7. Tuesday, sunny, the high 25, the low 10. Wednesday, sunny, the high 28, the low 12. Thursday, sunny skies, the high near 27. The normal high is 25, the normal low is 9. The sun rose at 5.50 this morning. It sets at 8.15 tonight. Around the province, Estevan 31, Saskatoon 24, Swift Current 31, Weyburn 28, Yorkton 27. In Regina, part the cloudy, 29, that's 84 Fahrenheit. Windsor from the south, 17, gusting to 27, humidity 34%. Barometer dropping 101.5. Smoke and Moose Jaw, 31, west-southwest at 21. Once again, Regina, part the cloudy in 29, that's 84 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.